Hello everybody, what's going on ladies and gentlemen? Today's episode is brought to you by Alert. Alert is the app for people with food allergies who travel abroad. So you can, if you start up the app, you see a screen that lets you select 14 different allergies. You can select multiple at once. So if you're allergic to dairy and peanuts, you select those two. Then you get another screen that asks you whether you are a vegetarian or a vegan or you have some kind of special diet that doesn't allow you to eat meat or eggs or animal products in general. And then the third screen shows you a choice of 44 different languages. So you select all that shit and then you press the big yellow button in the main menu and it shows a customized allergy slash diet card in the language that you choose and the best part is it works without an internet connection so if you're somewhere in the himalayas where there's no internet probably probably not i mean i don't know for sure but i would assume that somewhere up on the on a huge mountain in the middle of nowhere there's no internet but that app will still work so if you talk to people there or if you're in a jungle somewhere or on a deserted island somewhere, well, your food allergy is probably going to be the least of your problems, but that app will work there regardless. So look for Alert in the iOS App Store. Alert is spelled with double L because it's a little joke of uh, like a little uh, word joke. These guys combined the word allergy and alert together, hence the double L. And you can also find it online at alertapp.com and they're all over social media. So find that shit and download that shit so you can travel the world with your food allergy without having to worry about getting sick or rather to help you communicate the message of your food allergy because it's ultimately still up to you to be the, be the judge of um, whether this is safe or not. But this app will definitely help you convey the message that you are allergic to certain things alertapp.com and alert in the ios app store and this episode is also brought to you by Onnit. Onnit is a health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast consumer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, and entrepreneurs. Through a wide array of products and supplements, Onnit combines cutting-edge science, earth-grown nutrients, and time-tested strategies to help people reach peak performance. Go to the website and click on the link in the corner to go to the Onnit Academy where you'll find hundreds of free articles on strength and conditioning, exercise, diet, Q&As with interesting people, and it's all for free. And this part of the website embodies what Onnit is all about. They have all the tools, motivation, information to get you motivated to kick some ass, get fit, feel good, be smart, kick ass at life. Basically, what everyone should do, man. Why are you still uh, fucking around? Get in shape, man. Go kick some ass. Doesn't matter. There's there's no good excuses to be uh, to be a slob. So go to Anna.com. Check out their protein bars. It's all organic with any without any bullshit in it. It's uh, they have organic buffalo meat. Uh, they got elk meat, and and it's all the good good pure protein. All organic, grass-fed, no corn-fed nonsense. And they also sell kettlebells, battle ropes, 
clubs and jujitsu and MMA gear, all good stuff. Go to onit.com and use the promo code Polarizer. That's spelled Polarizer, American way with a Z, or click the link on the Polarizer.com or go to the Polarizer.com slash onit to save up to 10% on your next order on onit.com. That's O-N-N-I-T.com and use the promo code Polarizer to save up to 10% off. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have I got a podcast for you today? I was planned to interview uh, Roderick, who you've heard in episode 10 and 15, together with Mickey, and uh, they were going to talk about their fear and loathing adventure in Florida. They uh, they rented a yellow Mustang, had a briefcase uh, filled with... Uh, $20,000 in cash and traveled from Orlando to uh, to Pensacola through the Florida panhandle to uh, to attend my wedding there. And uh, they had some great stories from that. But while I was interviewing these guys, some uh, other interesting characters showed up. Uh, this one guy called uh, Art Buck will be joining the interview halfway and he has some very wild stories. This uh, This gentleman is a multimillionaire. He made his fortune by bringing the, the big water bottles that you see in offices. He, uh, he was the one who introduced those in the Netherlands and all over Europe. And uh, then he uh, just went around traveling the world and getting arrested in six different countries. He's been to jail in six different countries. So some good stories from that. And most of his uh, stories of getting arrested and thrown out of places involve him taking his clothes off. So that's uh, that's always good times. And then later on in the show, Amarildo de Keiger shows up, who's another friend of Roderick. And he's a Dutch rapper and producer. And he had a bunch of great, crazy, wild party stories, too. Just uh, just another hilarious guy who, who just happened to walk in the room and share some great stories. And... It just goes to show that you never really know what's going to happen when you hang out with Roderick Fasten and his friends. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Another wild show coming up. I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I did recording it. Recorded someplace random on this interesting planet we live on with your host, Nick Hubei. You're listening to the Polarizer Podcast. All right, let's go. So I'm sitting here with uh, Roderick, who you all heard on the podcast twice before, episode number 10 and 15. And Mickey is joining us today as well. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Yes, and these two guys, um, they flew out to Florida to attend my wedding. <laughs> and that was the original premise of the, this podcast. They rented Are a, you still married? Yes, two months. <laughs> two, two months, months. already. Yes. Regretion? No, it's, it's regrets, still good. Regrets, regrets. We're still good. We're still, still good, good. Yeah. Okay. But let me also finish my story. Like uh, these, these two guys uh, rented a yellow Mustang and basically did their own version of Fear and Loading in Las Vegas, only in Florida. So that was a, I thought that was a good reason to record another podcast. But today we have a, another interesting guest who just happened to be in the building today. So why don't you introduce yourself, sir? So I'm Art, I'm 60 years old and I've been traveling to, let's say, New York about 18 times. 
Los Angeles three times and I've been traveling all over. All over the world. All over the world and in the United States. All right. It's a different thing in the United States, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I love them and sometimes hate them. I like the women the most. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that goes for every country though. I mean, it's easy. <laughs> I haven't been in all the all the places. I think the best for, for a woman is Afghanistan because then you get six with a burqa. <laughs> it's nice. You don't, right. you don't get bored. You don't get, uh, let's say, attracted because it's all the same. Right. Fuck <laughs> <Took> the goats. <laughs> oh, dude. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> the goats, uh, Artie. So, uh, Rome. Um, yeah. How you doing, man? Perfecto mundo. Yeah. Yeah, tell me, um, tell me about, um, it was two months ago, you, uh, you two flew in, you, yeah. uh, you flew into Orlando and the adventure there started, uh, started pretty good. I remember you giving me a call, hey man, my credit card doesn't work. Yeah, was, can you book over some money because uh, we're stuck right here. You, you cannot rent a car without a credit card. So. <laughs> you just had 20,000 in cash, <laughs> which our uh, co companion uh, Bart actually won the day before, before we left. <laughs> The day before we left, so uh, it was a good start. Yes. <laughs> so you, you uh, tell me how that went. So you were on Orlando on the airport and you couldn't rent a car. Yeah, so they showed us the, the, the menu of which cars we could choose at. And we saw the, the Mustangs, of course, and the Corvettes. So we thought, you know, with the cash, maybe we can, we can rent the Corvette, but... Nobody w <laughs> wouldn't rent us anything with uh Yeah, but uh, when you talk about the car, it's not about uh, fuck, fuck that shit. How we uh, mm -hmm. ended up? It's about the uh, it's about the ride, man. Mm -hmm. Right. So you, I you, mean, uh, you get some wheels. You ended up finding a place that would take. Uh, you eat some burgers, of course. That would take cash, and so you hit the These road. These crazy American people. <laughs> I mean, uh, like Art uh, already said. Sometimes you love them. Sometimes you, it's uh, there's nothing more ridiculous, like eating a whole burger, like a fucking ten inch uh, burger. And when I finished it, the the waitress was asking, "You want another burger? <laughs> you want another burger?" Oh, yeah. And I looked at her with uh, like almost uh, vomiting from the, the fucking amount of meat that was on it. Yeah, and I if, think. And she asked if I wanted another one. I huh? <laughs> well, one of my favorite uh, quotes from a uh, from guy I, uh, uh, who's a friend of mine who's from Texas. He said, "Well, if I eat a steak, I want it to be the size of a toilet seat." <laughs> 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 yeah. So there was the the first couple of days we were just amazed by the the American vibe. You know, we're just it's different, isn't it? Yeah, it's very different. It's the same, but it's really not the same. Yeah, so, we saw a video uh, on the airport with the girl and she was yeah talking about security and it was already stressing you know we, right. we were scared of her in the <laughs> especially if you're walking around with 20 grand yeah <laughs> maybe maybe but yeah and all the restaurants we we went to all the people in florida we didn't know i saw we i had a feeling about florida that it was a uh, yeah miami the, the miami feeling you know that was the only uh, image I had Florida's big but place but it's, it's a farmer's it's a farmer's uh, country in, well, uh, in the middle of it yes so we uh, yeah just experience with the ride from 
Colorado, no, Orlando, we started. And then you went to Tallahassee? Went, yeah, to Tallahassee and to where you had your wedding. Pensacola. Pensacola. And all those stops we had, yeah, we had strange people uh, chasing us with the... Uh, With the guns and right. uh, <laughs> the, the best spot we stopped was uh, Horseshoe Beach. <laughs> and we ended up being a road, like a 30 minute road off road, which ended up in a, a place called Horseshoe Beach, where they had. Yeah, we drove off the big road, and uh, Bart said, "Let's go to Horseshoe Beach because yeah, he wanted, we want to have dinner at the beach." Well, Horseshoe Beach was a yeah, just a small village with like six uh, families, <laughs> and they uh, they went out fishing for the whole village all day, and we stopped there to have uh, to have a leak, <laughs> and there was a we were getting out of the car, <laughs> we <laughs> take took a leak over there, and then at the other side of the road there was a. There was a just like a typical American house with the, with the <laughs> how do you say it with the veranda and uh, uh, with the porch with the porch yeah of course veranda is the Indonesian name veranda veranda but with the porch with the with the with the chair you know the, the moving chair moving chair right the and it was chair. moving <laughs> so we were a little bit frightened <laughs> chicken skin instead uh, and then. Uh, We see this guy. Yeah. So you you were standing there, dicks out, taking yeah, a piss. Yeah, we're taking a leak, and we see this guy coming with a gun towards us. And was it a shotgun like, or a pistol or? You no, pissing in front of my lady. He said. He was mad like because we were M1 carbine. <laughs> he he was mad because we were pissing. We were not pissing in front of his lady. Yeah. We were just <laughs> behind the car. The guys pissing in front of my But, lady. Yeah, they don't experience anything over I there. I see them know? dangling. So there was just only <laughs> nature around, and and he took shot. Did he shoot? He yes. asked. In Dutch. No, 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 no. We uh, stepped in the car immediately, and then we drove <laughs> further to Horseshoe Beach. But he, he literally said, it. "I see him dangling." The fear was was yeah. still was still <laughs> there because we thought, yeah. How small is the Horseshoe Beach? You know, he, he probably already called his his, his, his companions friends. over there. Yeah. So, so we were a little bit scared over there, but yeah, it was I a nice a, nice uh, experience. I have a similar story, man. It was uh, when I was an uh, exchange student there, 2012. Back then, I obviously uh, wasn't married yet, but I uh, did a road trip there with a uh, with a good friend uh, who you also know, Tim. Um, Anyway, yeah. so we went to uh, Tallahassee where the, or no, Panama City Beach. That's yeah. right. That's where the largest nightclub in the world is, I think. Yeah, we've one. been there yeah. also. Like La Vela, it's called. Yeah. Yeah, we walked yeah. in. <laughs> It was like a, and we had, we were like a high school American movie seven also. Seven ladies uh, <laughs> each. <laughs> But they ended up uh, in a small cabin with, with a full nose and uh, empty pockets. <laughs> But they, they have let's a, not talk about the second. They, they have a they have a pool in there, like one of the like seven huge rooms, and one of them is a, a pool. It's crazy. I think they they re uh, recorded like MPV Spring Break there in the nineties with uh, Limbiscuit and all those. Uh, yeah, it was a typical American yeah. uh, high school party. Then, but then in real, you know, yeah. with the, with the fat guy with the American uh, swimming pants so on. You, so and you guys went there too. Yeah, we yeah. went there. We went there. For an evening, and I 
it reminded me of uh, Aruba. I lived there in 2012, of course. And there was this trip. It's called Palm Beach. And in Aruba, of course, a lot of Americans go to Aruba. It's like the Ibiza for uh, for us. Like a place uh, yeah, where for, you can drink for cheap. For Americans, yeah. 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 And uh, But this trip was exactly the same. <laughs> Just with the hotels on the beach side. On the other side, the restaurants like Wendy's. And it was completely a copy of of, of Aruba or maybe the, <laughs> the other way around probably but yeah. <laughs> but yeah so you had a good time there yeah we had a good time we were tired because we drove from Orlando to Panama City it was like a 10 hour drive or 8 hour drive maybe yeah, I don't if know you, if you sure. stop a couple times yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, but that, when you drive there doesn't even matter where in Florida <laughs> you look around it all looks like yeah, you you have these couple of uh, yeah. big fast food joints. Yeah, every it, village yeah. was the same, you know. Every and it's fully flat. There are no high no buildings. Yeah. There are no old. Yeah. And it, every it, it's uh, if you ask me, I I always thought about uh, like uh, if we have to put a bomb on uh, some place in the world. <laughs> Let it, be, let it be China, but now I think, fuck, fuck that shit, man. Let's do... Uh, you can't say let's, let's do Horseshoe man. Beach. Let's blow up, uh, <laughs> fuck that shit, and take Korea with it. Uh, people don't listen. Russia. There's no people listening from America right now, so... Uh, yeah, I was... The, the funny thing was, of, of the villages there, I was thinking, you know, it was so small. We drove through villages, and they were so small, like... I think they had they had signs with this many people, like two hundred people or or so oh, living yeah. there. Yeah. But in every small village, you also had a Wendy's and yes. In and Out Burger. Or no, no, that's not in Florida, but all the, yeah, the Wendy's, typical McDonald's, Burger Burger, yeah. burger Shacks. So I was thinking, if there is two hundred people living over there. <laughs> how many people have a franchise uh, Burger Shack? You know, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah. But it's happening over there. That's it America, is. and it's yeah. Uh, yeah. We I were. mean, the cities are different, and there's really cool, cool small cities too, small places. I think like Pensacola is a small town, but it's it's a cool small town, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think but, yeah. Uh, yeah was, like, I've, the, I've the, seen the I've very seen, uh, the very seen, small towns are kind of tragic. I think I've seen towns when you enter, you see there are twelve hundred ninety-five people living here. Yes. Please stay away. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yep, please 100%. stay away. Yeah, please stay away. <laughs> yeah, because it's so yeah. big also, you know. America, it's so big. <laughs> the amount of rifle zones. <laughs> and and the, the strangest thing I ever seen in the United States was when I was in prison for one night. You were in prison in the States? Yeah. All right, tell that story. Start at the beginning. Oh, no, no, it's a long story. Uh, long that's story. fine. We got time. No, 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 that's a very long story. Dude, this is a good story. I just, make it, I just make, make it short. Make it short. Oh, shh. Shh. <laughs> you, you can't say you've been to jail in, in America and uh, for not one night and it. not talk about it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I was for my work for at a water congress. Right. And I did a, a water congress. You, you work in... I worked in the bottled water industry. Okay. The, the big bottles, the 19 liter, five gallon. All right. Like the office... Uh, yeah, the yeah. office thing. Oh. I was, let's say, the first on the mainland of Europe. They had them in London. So I was in a congress, nice position, blah, blah, blah. Good business, I, I, I bet. Uh, yeah, it's 
They say white oil or white gold or whatever. Make some good money uh, doing that? Um, <laughs> this I is think, a, this I is think a difficult 5. story for 5.6 million altogether. Within How much? 5.6 million wow. euros so. within, within six years. I had within two years a turnover of 3 million a year. So from nothing. So from, let's say, 100 guilder in the pocket. Right. To 35 people, friends working for me. Friends okay. working for me. Wow. That's impressive. And then, so the, the Congress is that there was so you're, a you're West End bar. Yeah. A West End bar. Probably the horseshoe at the Congress. And they had a, <laughs> they had a bar and had a fake horse. A fake horse, can you imagine? I like the bull that... that and, then, <laughs> and then with a rope on a fake bull. Hey, <laughs> that's strange. That's funny. Dude. So we went to the bar, the nice West End bar. And we took Jack Daniels, Tennessee. I took, let's say, it's one a little bit more than a bottle. And then I get a little bit over the edges sometimes. So I said to my colleague, we go home. I have to take uh, out. I have to I lay down. Yeah, after a bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we passed the hotel where about 2,000 people are. And they have a long counter with... 20 people working and there are three ladies, fat 50-year-old ladies with suitcases. Mm -hmm. And I had uh, a suit, a striped suit, bare body, <laughs> and my friend had, had, had drawn a tie on my chest. <laughs> with a marker. Like. Yeah, with a marker. <laughs> <laughs> with a marker. So I said to the lady with a suitcase, I said, I'm the bellboy. Click. And I take a suitcase. <laughs> At the same moment, there's a guard because they saw me already. Right. He's, he's, he's doing the American football thing around my waist. In my turn, I can see. Down. In my turn, I could see my friend the same trick, handcuffs in an office. Oh shit! But I was drunk. Not so then. Trying to steal, trying yeah. to steal some suitcase. And he had a hair lip. He had a hair lip. How do like you know? He was left. He was the bellboy. He was acting like the bellboy, so he <laughs> wanted to take him upstairs. So I said to him, "You can't." You can't get your lady ready with with a face like that. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't tell them that. Shouldn't tell them that. <laughs> Within five minutes, his friend came. He, who was a sheriff? Oh, so, I guess. Or, I'm sorry. Like the translation would be like, you can't make a make a woman come with a face like that. <laughs> That's a pretty good insult. Yeah, yeah, that was reasonable. Yeah. I think in that yeah. situation, <laughs> I was handcuffed. Huh, also, <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad moment to make a joke like that. Yeah. <laughs> so. In the police car, I started kicking the middle window because I had to go to the toilet. I'm a businessman. <laughs> I was a little bit overdone. So, bang, bang, bang. But you had the good intentions. Like, you just wanted yeah. a friendly tone. Hey, man, I need, yeah. to, I need to pee, sir. Yeah, and uh, I loved a little bit also. And three, yeah? Yeah. I had some with ladies and three ladies at once. Let's say there were 150 each together. No, no, forget about that. I <laughs> <laughs> don't even know what you're talking about, man. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> this is a side story. <laughs> right. So, he's bringing us to some penitentiary device with big gates, bang, drove in. And they brought us in a, a waiting room with nothing there. And there were upstairs uh, uh, office windows. There were women working and one black guy. In the cell with you. Uh, yeah, in green, in green. And we were in suit, hop, boink, 
in the same cell. Wait, but what was the, was the guy with with in the cell with you, or was he working there? No, no, he was he was locked up. Okay, right. You had green green thing, green green uh, uh, green suits. Oh, a green nice suit. suit, nice suit. No, no, the and penitentiary suit, penitentiary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the green, right. green one, right. green one. I, I thought they were orange. <laughs> Yeah, he had an orange. I got that, orange that was for really crazy I, people. I, right? <laughs> that was orange. <laughs> it, it suited me also well. Right, green was so, alright, so, but no, so orange we, is we, a Dutch we, color. We just come in in the jail. We come in, and then I still had to piss the fucking leader of of GD out, but we were handcuffed. So my mate, I said, "You have to stand. You have to open my zip." I zip, yeah. So I was standing Zipper. behind him as close as possible, like giving him <laughs> a spark or something. Right. And then he opened my flies. So he was helping you out. Yeah, he was That's helping nice me out. Him. And then I started pissing right to appear in the in the door outside. And in in in, in uh, to the the inside place where the cars were. Right. And then within I think a minute, yeah, they were quick. I was carried out by six guys <laughs> off that in the air. <laughs> and they threw me some side thing and, and I, then where I got the orange jail suit. So, so with you were, still you were, a tie on my uh, suit. Were, Can you imagine? <laughs> and so, tongs. And tongs. Huh? <laughs> so I guess you, you were first in, in a holding cell and they were just gonna gonna leave you there for a night and then they take you they took you to prison like actual yeah. like real prison yeah that's probably. what they did that's what they did Dude, and, and tell us about the fingerprints <laughs> fingerprints going, going, going. locks pom pom automatic doors and holy shit holy so, shit. so you were there with guys who killed people um once on one of the strangest things that I've ever seen yeah take a sip man is in a room like this let's say uh 40 60 square meters Oh, the doorbell is ringing. There was a guy naked sitting in the middle on a stainless steel toilet. Oh, yeah. But sitting in the middle, and it was also a little bit higher, you have to undress your... So he was naked. A guy with a beard was naked. And he was taking a shit. Yeah, he was taking a shit. In front of everybody. 80 people around you. There were 80% were, were dark, dark friends. And then the one next to you, he had 20 years plus Jesus. and the other one two times life plus and whoa. so whoa. that's not a good place to be they let me out the next day so and you, and you were probably scared uh, uh, shitless shit, <laughs> and they promised me uh, a year point two in that place yep ooh dude and, and still when I'm going in the states now Hey, they say yeah, you uh, take it easy yeah? okay. so so they see when you when you uh, enter the country like it pops up on their yeah, computer that, that you were in jail. It's on my uh, curriculum vitae. <laughs> what year was this? <laughs> on my curriculum vitae. Yeah, but what year was this? What? What, 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 what year? year? Yeah. What's this? Uh, 92. 92. Oh, 92, wow. 94. All right. Guns N' Roses was still around. Or the old <laughs> Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, dude, that's uh, that's a wild story. Man. <laughs> so, in how many countries you uh, vis oh, in, visited in prison? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, yeah because we know. <laughs> that's why he asks. <laughs> uh, so they're not twisting my arm. Um, I've been locked away in six countries. And which countries were they? America? In Holland, about 30, 40 times. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not Jesus. <laughs> not no, 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 no,
Um, in Germany, Spain, <laughs> Italy, uh, the United States, and Mexico. So Mexico was also nice before the war. There was before the war. All right, tell you a little no, no, side no, story. Hold on, about hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to hear the Mexican jail story. <laughs> Yeah, let's tell the Mexican jail story <laughs> because that one's got to be good. I mean, or tell I'm, the Peru. Peru no, 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 no. I, I want to hear the Mexican. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mexican jail story. So, uh, we'll save it for later. The Mexican jail cell. Hey, Ro, hold on. I'll, I'll interject here shortly because this gentleman who just told us this uh, amazing story. Uh, he has written a book in Dutch, and he just told me that he's translating this book into English, and um, and it will be released next year. He said. Actually, it's uh, you can order it within a week on the internet. English version. Yeah, I've worked on an English version of my book with an English professor from Rexlist in New York. Okay. An old lady of 66 and she's in love with me. Just <laughs> translating my book. So that's, that's, ah, that's the first great. customer. Oh, what's, what's the name of the book going to be? Probably Raw. Raw. R-A-W. Yeah. All right. And um, your name is Adbak. I'll spell that for for the English listeners here. It's A-A-D-B-A-K. That's how you... B-A-K. I'm sorry. B. No, it's not cheesy. It's all right. A K. That's it. Yeah. Right. And uh, you should send me a link so I can put it on the website so that people can find it instantly. So, um, and it's an autobiography, right? Yep. And it, it's filled with stories such as the one you just told, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and even better ones. I, I read guess. it. Are oh, you read it? Yeah. Yeah. I know the stories already a long time also. Because you, you know him. Yeah. yeah, I know him via my father. And all the guys, all the friends from, from back then, they all always had strange stories about it. The first story I heard was that uh, they had a, a wedding party with all the friends. No, no, not a wedding party. I mean, the bachelor party okay. with, with all the guys. But, and I, I, he had, a, he, all his life, he has a strange thing for uh, the excitement you know <laughs> and especially if he takes a few drinks then he goes over <laughs> when, when art shows up it, yeah. uh, it, it, it has to make show happening. it has to make it has to have fun in the in the story so <laughs> the first story i heard i was little just like 12 years old or something and the guys on a birthday party they were telling about the uh, yeah some stories from art and this particular, he, they were in a bar with like twelve guys, and it's a bar near here. It's an old, in uh, yeah, an old uh, dark bar. Right. And you have a, a really big, uh, how do you say it? No, the kreeft, uh, well, like a big fish tank with yeah, with a lobsters big fish tank it. with lobsters and uh, and and <laughs> and Art. He was, yeah, he was at the table and he said, "Guys, I have to take a pee," and uh, so. He was leaving the table and he was he was going to the toilet. They thought and he he put down his his pants and he t took off his shirt and he dived into the fishing tank in the restaurant. <laughs> you can imagine naked. 
And so I was laughing but already. Like, yeah, like, but naked. <laughs> but in a fishing tank and in a in a busy restaurant, nobody hears you, and nobody if they don't look up that side they can't see you so, so he was he was thinking like, fuck they, my friends they don't see me so he's getting out again and then he put a fork or a knife from the table got back in again started ticking on the glass yeah, on the glass <laughs> to get some attention <laughs> <laughs> that was the first story I heard. So, and this book is is filled with with, with those stories, of course. And, and then, but that's, it's, that's, it's that's one of the many times you went to jail here in the Netherlands. I bet that that story ended with that. I <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that one, not even, not even, no, no, no not even. <laughs> oh, that's fucking no, but The no, book is filled with stories like this but it's all around business also because you yeah what, what you already yeah, because, told because you're you're uh you you're financially finished right you're you're just you don't have to make any money anymore after all the water not pit. really not really wow. i took some some crazy steps and some 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 mistakes also but wow so this so your your book is about you uh being a very successful businessman and then you being a very successful crazy guy <laughs> yeah that's more uh, that's more like him Dude, the second seems, one he said it seemed like that it seemed I, like I that i cannot wait to read this book I, i've got 100 stories i traveled 100 countries and successful businessmen me too all the ladies even men misabused me already let's say 20 30 years <laughs> Probably I'm the inventor of me too. It's also possible. Right. They threw me out. They threw me out. Uh, a disco they didn't use hashtags that back then, but the me too was already <laughs> invented <laughs> by him. <laughs> they threw me out of two places. One in New York and the other one was the Pyramid in Las Vegas. All right, yeah. I came in and it's in the, in the middle of the States. So I went immediately to the States, climb up, <laughs> and started the striptease <laughs> they well, also well, care where, where were we? <laughs> in the pyramid <laughs> but, but where in the pyramid in the restaurant or in the in the disco in the, uh, in the there was like a like a club like a night yeah, like a night club <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a lot of your a lot of your stories seem to uh Involve you taking your clothes off. <laughs> yeah, that was. That's about it. In the book, every time he begins and the uh, end of the story, he's, uh, he's naked and he's wearing his. Uh, yeah, he's, he's wearing the orange orange suit again. <laughs> I feel yeah. naked at my best. I think. Right. <laughs> it's allergic. It was, but now I'm I'm steady. It's okay. okay. Yeah, he yeah. also drove the. And uh, that's a, I think there's there's images in it in the book also, right? From him, he had a Harley Davidson back then. And he was uh, uh, naked around the Arc de Triomphe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so crazy, crazy man, dude. Like, I mean, it, it's so funny because uh, the stories would already be good if you were wearing clothes, but if you add to it that you're that you're naked, it just yeah. makes everything it makes ten everything times funnier better. and crazier. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> Yeah, but he's he's a little bit calm right now. He's like the the funniest thing is that the the the, 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 the strip now the maybe this story streaking. with these three microphones also ends up with the with no, the I, I app going naked. <laughs> and he does. You don't know what what he does with the microphone after. <laughs> <laughs> let's I hope might, he doesn't. <laughs> let's hope he doesn't. I might have to buy new microphones for the next episode <laughs> after we're done with this interview. Yeah. <laughs> 
But you Laat were uh, so so. How how did the how did the Las Vegas pyramid story end? Ooh. So you went you went to jail there too, or no no no? I lived there with a friend of mine for about six weeks. So we slept in a neighborhood. Mm. So I went to the bus to the strip. But when you when you took your clothes off in, in the middle of a nightclub, weren't you instantly there arrested were, or, or no, were no, you just thrown the, out? The, I was just thrown out. So I had my clothes still on, oh, just oh. my shirt, <laughs> which was ripped, which was ripped also. <laughs> <laughs> so you were you were naked in the street with, with no, no 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 with, with my clothes no clothes oh, yeah, so, I went so to the, they, they to threw the back of the building so they threw your clothes out with you like yeah oh, okay so, so, I went, so when you were outside you put your clothes <laughs> I went back to on. the back side of the building and it was a new paper container a green one oh, like a like a recycling for paper yeah, yeah. a new one okay. So I climbed in it and <laughs> slept there for a night. <laughs> oh, that's great! Yeah, but there's a lot of that's it's a, that's it's great. A, it's an interesting, interesting guy, you know. And we're right. here now in his old house. We so rented the place from him because he lived here. Cool, I came man. by because I did a project with him, uh, doing old bicycles from Amsterdam. Uh, we have a, a bicycle uh, economy here, or how do you say it? A bicycle. Uh, yeah, in, in the Netherlands, uh, for for our listeners, yeah, a lot uh, they, of people uh, use a lot of bicycles. Everyone's on bicycles. I think yeah. the most bicycles per per capita in the world. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so there's there's bicycles everywhere, and there's old bicycles everywhere too. Yeah, and uh, and you know and people, people use them as you know they don't care about it because yeah there's so many they can get a new one for 10 euros again tomorrow so from a homeless guy who probably yeah. stole it from someone else and that's so. kind of kind of how it how it goes yeah it's and then so what happens that in Holland you have an economy uh, there's 20 million bikes 20 million bikes we got 17 and million people here so. yeah and that let's say uh, 6 million bikes are used so the 12 million bikes are let's just say standing around around yeah oh, they're, they're, buildings oh, buildings stolen from here to there there are 1 million bikes stolen every year in Holland but but don't tell me that number again like there's which, like one one quarter is used every day or what was it yeah, like? so the 20 million bikes calculated yes and one third they are still using okay so 6 million is is it's just getting stolen and bought from uh, while it's stolen no that's the other one that's the other part okay yeah what, uh, and back then one oh. million stolen bikes and you go to the police they don't even yeah, know your care. thing they have a, a depot yeah. Yeah. I got one bike stolen yeah, too yeah. more than yeah. once yeah more I than mean, once it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you live here for, for like, a, like a year or two you're you're probably gonna get your bike stolen you know yeah, yeah for to explain and to yeah. make to get numbers for the listeners uh, back then in 2014 you have a depot in Amsterdam and the government uh, they pick up bikes that are yeah they're ho- uh, let's call it homeless bikes because it's yeah they no, don't no have one really owns no, them and, yeah, yeah. Own, uh, ownerless bikes and uh, there were like 17,000 of them of them in 2014 and then yeah at lived in Peru in Lima <coughs> and he thought they need bikes over here, you know. The 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 traffic is really bad over there, and uh, they have uh, a lot of a lot of. Uh, why why <laughs> what what do you want to say? Yeah, you were knocking, yeah. <laughs> oh, <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but 
They are, are, we are on an American broadcast, I think. Or is it worldwide? Yeah, no, it's, it's worldwide. It's, it's worldwide. worldwide. It's, it was about America right now. We can go everywhere no, we it's, want. It's, uh, it's worldwide, so but, what, but what most, the, most of the listeners of them, are in uh, America. Okay. Yeah. So one of the nicest stories in, uh, in Florida that I met a girl. When was this? What year? Uh, 92 or something like okay. that. And she immediately introduced her to her friends. <laughs> Seconds, I said, I'm going with you. So, entering, I go out with a nice lady. Wow. And, and then the other went, four ladies, also to the taxi. And she had to promise, eight o'clock tomorrow morning, you call, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. did that. So, we went to my room. I had nice, reasonable uh, sex with her. <laughs> and she woke reasonable up the sex. next morning. She wakes up. She wakes up the next morning. She's shooting. Ah, where am I? And she didn't recognize me at all. Oh, she was really drunk, or yeah, she was so yeah. drunk. Right. So I used my introduced myself, and I did it all over again. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, we're taking this guy to. Uh, He's going with us to Shanghai also. Really? Yeah, so he's like a, he's like a brother. Uh, became a brother of us. The Hold one on. leg be- lady. Be- before we uh, continue, <laughs> we need to ask your roommates to turn the music off. Otherwise, oh, yeah. uh, otherwise it's going to... Yeah, I'll give, uh, I'll give him a call. Do you have a drink yeah. for me, sir? Yeah, we're going to pop the... Uh, Champagne. Champagne. That's of course. What, what kind of bottle was that? Decent yeah. bottle. Yeah. Nice. Just a regular decent bottle. Nice. Dry. Looks good. It's, it's actual champagne. It's not bubbles. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, every uh, every time I uh, talk to you guys, I'm I'm telling you it's a uh, it's a pleasure. But uh, I I would it, it bears repeating. It's a pleasure, guys. Thanks for doing this. And shit, you even brought a fucking awesome bottle of champagne uh, <laughs> with nice, you. Yeah. Fucking awesome. <laughs> No, so yeah, back to Shanghai. You're going to Shanghai. We yeah, talked dude. about that in the previous podcast. So the Triple A Fresh Gallery guys are uh, going to take their paintings to Shanghai and making paintings in there. And uh, that's what's coming up. You're going to take the train. That's the idea, right? Yeah, the plan is to actually grab the to to Transsibiria Express. Express. So that's a train that goes from Moscow to I don't know which place exactly, but somewhere near Shanghai. It, it goes. goes through uh, Russia and then uh, ends up in. Uh, there, there's a crippled uh, roommate somewhere in the in tiny tiny eye. He's joining people. the. <laughs> oh, he's acting like we're he's on camera, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Ik blijf dat het zo overheerlijk is. All right. So, All right. to continue with the one-legged lady. One-legged lady, hold oh, on. Yeah. Like, uh, was was his story in, in Florida when, when you were visiting me? Or was, what, what, which story does this uh, one-legged lady belong to? It was actually... Uh, she didn't have the, just the one leg in the beginning of the story. So let's t- start the story with the two leg lady. <laughs> right, so we got a story where someone loses a leg. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. I, I'm kind of. Uh, she was uh, Afro, uh, Afro-American. Uh, I'm kind of scared where this is going. Black, man. Uh, black curly. Uh, you can say. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have any stories like that. Not <laughs> like that. How old? Yeah, she was uh, approximately twenty twenty one. She looked a bit like. You see J- Jackie Brown in your uh, worst dreams. Oh, the actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jackie yeah. Brown. <laughs> From the <laughs> Tarantino movie. Yeah. So, uh, so what happened? Yeah, she ended up in the studio with us. Uh, I think it, within the first 20 minutes, uh, she started to put on makeup. So we said, uh, what are you doing? In the, where, in the studio? <laughs> yeah, where, she where was, was this? putting on makeup in the studio, but not on her face, but, but actually... But was this in your art yeah, studio? Yeah, it was in the, in the, in the gallery. Oh, in this the is studio. Rotterdam? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, in Rod- okay. Rotterdam. All right, I thought, I, I'm sorry, I thought we were still in Florida, so uh, I was confused there. We're <laughs> <laughs> going all over the place, man. <laughs> but uh, please continue. Sorry? So please continue your story. Yeah. Hey, real though. So in uh, 20 minutes, uh, she she put on some uh, some makeup, but not on her face. Like she put it between the thighs. You understand what? I'm, <laughs> you know, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? The bananas, the bananas, He's coming in. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> Cheers, real though. All right. Is he guilty tight? Yeah, yo. Hey, man. Just now, uh, Amarildo walks in. He's, uh, His nickname is the Banana Man. Yeah, Banana Man right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the go-to. It's <laughs> for the podcast. All right. You, 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 you want to join us? Yeah, I can join you. All right. All right. All right. So, so we're, we're, all right. So, so another, another, another interesting twist to this episode. Uh, Amarildo just walked in, a.k.a. the Banana Man. And he's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll see the picture and you understand. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. It's not because he's black, he's just wearing a yellow suit right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck, man? <laughs> like a fucky. <laughs> no, but let's introduce But, uh, him. Uh, yeah, so, so for you're a second. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a rapper here in uh, Rotterdam. And. Uh, Tell us about uh, tell us about what you do, man. Uh, yo, it's your boy Ruto. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk to y'all niggas, man. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Hey, man, I just jumped in this podcast like a, like a dolphin, man. I'm in here, you know, Iraq. Uh, yeah, ask, me some, ask me some questions, man. It's all English. Uh, do you yeah. want to talk some Dutch? Uh, you want to talk some Swagalicious language? <laughs> I'm all up for everything, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm good for uh, for Swagalicious English, man. <laughs> Swagalicious English. Oh, Lord of mercy. I got a lot of juice for you. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you're, you're a rapper here in Rotterdam. Um, tell, tell me about what you do, man. Yeah, uh, back in the days, I only were, were a rapper, but now I'm like a young entrepreneur. You know, I got three businesses. I got a management. Uh, I run a publishing company, and uh, I run uh, one of the uh, upcoming big label, biggest labels of uh, of Netherlands. It's the label of Boss from the Beats. You know, I'm the vice president right now. Yeah, See, we're making moves, baby. You know what I'm saying? We ain't playing no more, man. You know, you want to you wanna ask a rapper, man? I'm the wrong guy. I'm Andrew Manor, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's a good introduction, dude. Thank you. Thank you, man. What What are the three businesses that you run? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I told you, man, it's a, it's a management company. So for like artist management. So we like we we take new talents and uh, we just take them to the top. Uh, for instance, we took like uh, a guy called Jay Fonseca. Yeah, fuck it, man. Let's let's go all in. I took a guy a guy named uh, Jay Fonseca, a new talent. He uh, makes Spanish music. But yeah, yeah, my, uh, the snack stuff for me, <laughs> <laughs> No, nee, but um, you took a guy, Jay Fonseca, as a new talent, um, and he just started like with a uh, thousand streams on Spotify, okay. and now he's like in the charts in Serbia. His highest, uh, his highest number was number three in the charts, and oh, he's now for almost like 30 weeks there in the charts. So What's we, his name? Jay Fonseca. Jay Fonseca. All mm-hmm. right. So you can find it on YouTube or, or you can something. find it on YouTube, Spotify, ah, all cool. that stuff, man. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we just make uh, make magic happen, you know. That's what, uh, what we do. What's the name of your uh, your business? Uh, get, take a guess. Uh, I don't know, man. Banana Company. Banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Banana Republic. <laughs> I think that's already really taken, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a joke. It's a joke. Um, <laughs> Big Boss Music is the is the first company. Uh, that's like the management. Uh, like the, the 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 publishing company is called Ate Publishing. Okay. And the label is called Nouveau Rich Music. So that's uh, the label of Boss from the Beats. It's a guy that uh, won a Grammy with the weekend. Oh, uh, does stuff for Madonna, Nicki Minaj, all that kind of stuff. Really. So uh, you know we're not uh, joking around, bro. That's cool, dude. Yeah, that's. You can uh, like you have a website for all your uh, or uh, website or uh, or yeah, Facebook. Can, like, how, where can people find you? Uh, well, yeah, Instagram. You can find me on Instagram, but I'm the type of guy that's um, in this kind of wave. If you need to find me, you will find me. All right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cool. You don't cool. have to search for me, man. It all comes together. <laughs> 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 that's beautiful I love that philosophy yeah, yeah. man alright but you know uh, ask me you know let's, let's talk uh, let's talk some podcast motion man I'm here man let's, yeah. uh, let's have some fun well I mean this, this this show has been very interesting because we we, uh, we started this with the idea that we're just gonna talk about the uh, road trip adventure that uh, Roderick and uh, Mickey had oh right and then uh, Art Bach uh, showed up and he told some very very good stories <laughs> And then uh, when he just uh, told another story about him swimming in the fish tank naked mm. in a restaurant. All right. Uh, you, you walked nice in, man. Idea. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I like it. My kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> she called me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, so so out, he was about to tell us a story about um, him going to jail in Mexico. I'm very interested about uh, about that. <laughs> oh, Jill, Mexico. Ooh. Yeah. Gangster shit. Yeah. 
What what uh, what year was this? Ninety two, ninety three. So, two thousand eight or something. Two thousand eight. Okay. Oh, so that's we went to ten a, years ago. The beach club. The no, it's longer. It's longer. It's longer. Fifteen, I think. We went to a beach club. The office. And the office was on the beach. And it was in Mexico in the on the Bahia, beach. Yeah, yeah, point of Mexico. That's my under San Diego. One uh, k kilometers with a with a nice car. All oh, right, fantastic, fantastic. Like guy. a big Cadillac or something. Yeah. Or so we go to the office on the fucking beaches, bits, beaches, bits, beach. Yeah. So I drunk, I drunk, I drunk. Fucking naked guy running across the room. A different naked guy. What the fuck's going on here, man? Welcome in the jungle, bro. I mean, I, I told, I said it in, on the podcast number 10, the first one that I did with Hodrick, this place looked like, looks like Tyler Durden's house from the Fight Club movie. <laughs> and I think it's just even crazier in here than his house, man. It's a compliment, man. It's, uh, it's fucking, it's wild. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen nothing yet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So you're, you're, Let's just say you're, you're, you can let something shine in this building. <laughs> <laughs> the full moon. They, they can appear some glint string. The glint string. Glint string. All right. So so we're so we're in Mexico. And tell the story. You were yeah. on the beach with uh, with yeah, your so car. on the on the Mexican office office beach. Right. So I had three bitches of margaritas. Right. And two was enough. But the sun, the sun didn't go as well. It didn't went down all the way as quick. I was drinking. So after three margaritas. You're off your feet and your mind is somewhere else. Right. <laughs> Loco. Loco. So on the parking lot, I already rammed another car with my ram van. <laughs> Within two minutes, <laughs> four Mexican police handcuffed in a car 50 kilometers inside the, the desert. Whoa, 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 whoa. Locked away with a guy. He was alone and for two years. He didn't have a blanket, nothing. And on the other side, you see a, a lane of, of rejas, What's fences that? of fences. And there were about 30 people and one had a swastika over, over his head also. <laughs> so, <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. Holy shit. And then I had to shit. <laughs> so in the fucking cell, there was a pile of stones. I had to shit in a hole in the fucking ground. And on the other side, the 30 people with the one with the swastika was looking at my ass, bungling something out of it. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. They released me the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so they threw you out of jail because you were too crazy for the jail. <laughs> you got fired from jail. Like you're too crazy, man. We can't have you here. <laughs> but I had to. I had to get with the chief policeman to my apartment and I was living in a big huge house on the mountain with next door neighbor Jack Nicholson I swear on my ass hold on Jack, Nif J yeah, Jack, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson lived next to you yeah he lived there also in uh, Cabo San Lucas okay Cabo San Lucas but, <laughs> like his vacation house or something yeah vacation house and he, he was there when you were there right? 
He's one time at uh, Naked also. <laughs> naked. He was naked also. Me too. Dancing. Yeah, he too. About two kilometers away. Sure. Sure. There's every story you told so far. Like yeah, everyone's uh, naked. It's. It comes with piles of shit. And yeah, becoming shit, naked. Piss naked. Naked dudes. I, uh, we also picked up uh, Amarillo once from the from the jail well, right hey, around the corner. Down. No, and yeah, in Krimpenhuis. Uh, I think uh, I think uh, he needs to be here for for that conversation. <laughs> too, yeah, man. but he just walked away. He just he was telling about uh, how many drugs there were in the in the jail. Also here in Holland, it's <laughs> very possible to bring loads of drugs into the jail. In jail. Yeah, but I was referring to that because Ad also told me a story once. From the jail in Peru, you know what I mean. <laughs> With how the there was a the whole country and the whole own society going on right there, right? Within the jail. Yeah. So in uh, I lived in Peru for um, for about a year, and I've been there twenty times or something like that to get rid of my uh, coca cocaine. Uh, Addiction? Yeah, that's the wrong place to go <laughs> to if that's your if that's your for goal my co- for my cocaine addiction. That's why I lived in Peru. Oh, so it was like a, a rehab time. there or something? Or? And I visited also with a friend of mine prison over there. Okay. And did you get thrown in jail or did you visit? No, the no, 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 no. Was a, <laughs> this was a visit. This okay. was a visit. <laughs> <laughs> No, tell us, please, tell us. Please continue. This, so I lived in Peru and I met, there was a friend, a, a guide of me. He ended in jail for something. Right. So you go to a kind of village, like 20 American football fields or soccer fields space. Okay. With 14,000 people and no guards. Oh, shit. Yes. So just a wall around around it and people were in there and that's it. Yeah, with people in there. They live there, 14,000 people. <laughs> um, Wednesday and Sunday, the women come in, then they do their thing. <laughs> you buy a restaurant. In, uh, in, you buy a restaurant yeah, for $2,000. Yeah, for $2,000, you buy a restaurant inside jail. You can <laughs> buy a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yes. What the fuck? So, so my... <laughs> <laughs> No, no, please continue. Please, this is and great. So visiting the old tour guide of us who ended up there and blah, blah, blah. I said, how is the cocaine uh, addiction here? He says, I think everybody uses, everybody. Inside the jail. Inside. So there's 14,000 people. That's how many kilo? That's 140 kilo a day. So I said... Couldn't it be that it's only 60% or 70% that it's 10 kilo cocaine cocaine used in the biggest prison of Peru a day? They don't put it in, in their ass and walk in. So it's like transportation to, to get it it's quiet. It's just accepted. Yeah. It's just okay. Yeah, it's accepted. So it's basically a, a, a little town with a big fence around it with yeah. restaurants and everyone in there uses <laughs> drugs, there, and, drugs and, and does whatever they want. Shoot each other. <laughs> shoot each other. You had eight 
eight, eight buildings. You had one international building. This where the fish restaurants are. <laughs> yeah, fish restaurants in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And and on on Sunday and Wednesday, there's a line of about 500 women to go in. So just uh, everyone just goes wild and everyone. Yeah. Okay. And there, were, there were also two guys dressed up like men. <laughs> oh no, as, as women. Excuse me. <laughs> Turn to hey, they they looked used. They okay, they swallow <laughs> 50, 50 liters sperm a day for oh, sure. Dude. <laughs> 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 I think everybody is going to read uh, the book uh, if they listen to this podcast. <laughs> That's the most insane shit I've heard in my life, maybe, man. This isn't in his book, by the way. <laughs> this is part, part two. Part part two. two. <laughs> yeah. That's that's fucking. I I don't even know what to what to where to go from here, man. <laughs> that is crazy. Um, but. <laughs> So, so you were just traveling the world and and being just just doing whatever the hell you want and just being crazy and partying and being naked and getting thrown in jail all over the world, basically. And how how long have you done that? Like, how old were you when you started that adventure? <laughs> Actually, and uh, I think when I when I was young, young okay. or something like that. After the water cooler uh, business. And that's after th the first 30 years I was ski instructor and uh, tennis instructor. Okay. Snow ski and tennis. And after that you had the water cooler I thing? Work, work for six, eight years. How old were you? So you were in your 30s when, when that happened. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, then like in your mid to late 30s you started traveling the world and getting my, in trouble. Uh, my first midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Ach, man. That's beautiful, man. How old are you now? 60. 60. 60, okay. So that's 20 years of, uh, of uh, you know, rock and roll around the world. Yeah, actually all my life. Right. So, but when you were, when you were being a businessman, were you, were you doing the same kind of crazy shit and getting thrown in jail? I mean, those two things don't really go together. No, no, go scatter, go scatter. <laughs> yeah, no, sure. <laughs> I'm still here. No, no, no. It's also, it's 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 right or not right. Also, it's recht over to. It's not like. No, it's a little microphone for right here. Oh, you need to talk into the microphone. You need to. So, so you so you went to jail uh, while you were being a successful businessman, and yeah, several times. Yeah. You get to talk into the microphone. Right. Several times here in Rotterdam. Oh yeah. Okay. They took me off the streets 30 times minimum. <laughs> minimum. So you were, what were you getting arrested here for? Over here we learned drunk driving. Okay. <laughs> and that the policeman comes to the window and say, hey, you've been drinking, take it easy. Yeah. And then within that's, that's five like, years. Like in the 80s, you were, you were yeah. allowed to drive around while yeah. you were drunk. Yeah, yeah while you're drunk. Yeah. yeah. So... And it stays a habit, of course, or right. of course not. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, for some people, I, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And then, then you were just like arrested for drunk driving. Uh, traveling, 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 and running around. Privileged life. I have a very privileged life. Hmm. Some super nice guys here, also. Well, you see, nice vibe. Yeah, good people. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, 
some of the most interesting people in, in the country, probably in the world, maybe for, for sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta be careful. There, 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 are, there, are in the, there are indeed some nice challenges. So, we're here with a, with a group of 10 hardcore partying people, they say. So, mm -hmm. you get judgment day or something, but it's nice. Yeah, man. Uh, like, what what kind of story you want to hear, man? All right, so, got, you're, uh, so you're back on the mic, man. Back on the motherfucking mic, man. Yeah, like I never left. Yo, so bro. I I bet uh, I bet you have some. Uh, <laughs> those boys are distracted, man. <laughs> yeah, the boys are distracted. Sounds yeah. a little bit gay, but uh, no problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> These boys are talking shit. Yeah, no problem. No problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, you take a mic too. You you take a microphone too, and uh, just just share this one if you have some that. So. You're gonna pussy box with Amarillo. Amarillo. So you're right. Welcome back. Yes. Back is still black, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I bet you have some good stories from your uh, rap days. Oh, from my rap days. All right, I got one. So, uh, I, I needed to perform in Ahoy. Yeah, you know. The That's a big arena. Big arena. How many people are in there? 30,000 uh, 30, 30, plus, yeah, I guess. 30,000? Yeah, man. So, uh, uh, my guy, Ronnie Flex, uh, it was his concert. And uh, I had to perform in uh, in the uh, in the set. No. Right. So we had our own set. So I was uh, with a bitch from RTL, you know the the TV shit. Yeah, it's like uh, like a big commercial TV yeah. network. Yeah, yeah, a big TV uh, network. So I was like totally getting wasted with her, you know. <laughs> Me too, Val. <laughs> a little bit, you know, just sipping, just uh, ordering some lobster, just going 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 in. So she dropped me at a hoy. Like this and like that. Huh? Like this and like, like that. Like this and like that, huh? <laughs> Delicious. Callings. <laughs> <laughs> so um, like she dropped me at Ahoy, and I came in, and there were everywhere free bars, you know? And that's that's like, that's the, that's like the medicine for disaster, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> free liquor to a real nigga? Shit, nigga. That's, that's uh. wild, <laughs> you know? So I would have been sipping over there, I was sipping in the backstage, I was sipping everywhere. <laughs> So they had a uh, they built a bar on stage, you know. That's also not a good idea. <laughs> so I went on the stage, <laughs> keep on sipping. And he got a big like uh, uh, like executive. His, his name is called Case de Koning. He's like the boss of Top Notch. It's like a big Dutch label label. And I saw him, and I thought, I just need to grab this nigga by the balls, man. So I just grabbed the nigga by the balls. <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, because every artist is like, oh my God, it's a coding. I just grabbed the nigga by the balls, man. You just grabbed him in the Of course, man. Yeah. The nice balls? Yeah, pretty nice. Uh, <laughs> not, not so big, but, you know, for a white guy. <laughs> 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 there were so, shaven bolts uh, no, 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 right, no, not so on. deep not so deep <laughs> <laughs> so you know there was like this other rapper uh, his name is called Gespardoel so but, but what happened when he did that uh, yeah he was like totally in shock man he was like man what the fuck random dude just Ran grabbed me by the crotch not random you know me but oh, okay. he was like he was like what the fuck bro I was like bro chill out man <laughs> I just, I just do that shit. 
So there was like this, uh, this other rapper over there, Gesper uh, Doel, is a, is a famous guy in the Netherlands. Like he, he got a song, Swing me achterop by mij. Achterop the feet. Sounds pretty gay also, but no, it's his hit. So he was also there, you know. And uh, I, I was like you know, taking his on the shoulder, man, grabbing over his head. Like, like got him in a headlock. He got him in a headlock. Like, oh, like, oh, man. Hitting his head. You got home with me. You name me me. So this nigga was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? So I went to the bar, <laughs> and um, the bar, the bartender on the stage was like really slow, and I was like, "Fuck, what the fuck? This is VIP, right? Give me my fucking drinks." <laughs> so she was way too slow. I said, "All right, then I'm gonna serve myself." So I took the Hennessy bottle. No, I just went on flexing. So I keep on sipping, keep on sipping. <laughs> so another rapper came to me. His name is called Bukusam. He he got me some lean. Do you know what lean is? You you tell me. Lean is like the shit that Lil Wayne and all those American rappers drink and they die from it. (laughs) 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 Is it like really strong alcohol or something? Or just bad alcohol? It's like cough syrup with with promethazine in it. Oh, right. It's like the the stuff that makes you uh, hallucinate. Like the, like, right, right. And then you, you, you add liquor to it. Is, is that it? Like, yes, sir. Oh, dude. That shit goes How are you that's, hallucinating that's, now? That shit. That no, shit. I'm, I'm not pretty right here. <laughs> that shit, if you if you want to talk about something, that will just ruin your liver really quickly. Real quickly. Dude. <laughs> but you know, so, so it's it, a rock star life So that, that shit went, went around there. Yeah, that shit went around there. Oh, so you hooked me up with that. But I was already way too wavy to drink that. But I still, like, I like, uh, how do you say that? I chucked it, you know? And what? Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. And yeah. it was gone. So, so you just like, took a big drink from big it. Big drink, man. Big drink, big sip, big boy drinks. <laughs> so like, uh, there came a girl to me. Was also a performer, and she was like, "Yo, I got a pill, man. Do you uh, do you want a pill?" <laughs> I was already so wavy that I thought, "Ah, fuck it." Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. So I took the half of the pill, but I still needed to perform. I got to keep that in count. So the time that I had to go on stage, I was so fucking wasted. What kind of pill was it? Like ecstasy or ecstasy, something? Ecstasy, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, right, probably. <laughs> that's quality. That's quality. That's quality. <laughs> Eighty billion on the on the playlist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> biggest yeah. expert product yeah. from Holland. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. that came out. Uh, that came out this week. Like the 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 pill industry in the Netherlands is is. 80 billion euros which is like uh, almost 100 so billion side, dollars and that's uh that's insane but that's just a little sidebar there. yeah a little sidebar no problem <laughs> so i took the pill and i went on stage but i was so fucking wasted that i started throwing alcohol at mothers and children you started throwing <laughs> so you know there were a lot like uh, mothers children daddies what the fuck ever all in the in the audience so they uh, thought it was going to be a fun concert to take their kids to and you know and I just yeah. throw alcohol on them <laughs> 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 yeah because in that time there were a lot of people that were throwing beer at Ronnie Flex and at Lil Klein and stuff like that it right. was like uh, a little hype and I thought man I can, tr- I can I can throw it back you know <laughs> They weren't even throwing, but I just start throwing on them. <laughs> so, you know, all the alcohol was flying to the people. <laughs> After that, I, I started to perform with the mic in my hand, and I just went blank. But, but didn't, didn't the blank. audience get pissed with you? Like, you're, you're throwing yeah, alcohol Yeah, but it's them. like 30,000 people, blank, you know. Is that uh, white? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, Blank is like uh, Noki, like KO, oh, yeah. <laughs> like okay. pass the fuck out. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so I was still on stage, but I, I just passed the fuck out. I was way too wavy, so I just 
just fell down. Like, bro, I just passed out, man. Like, for real, for real. In, in the performance. In the so, performance. So my tour manager rushed on stage and he starts, like, carrying me off the stage because, like, you're, you're passing out in a hoy, bro. What the fuck are you doing? So is, is there a video of this? I, I guess so. Uh, uh, it's not, not, not really for TV, man. You know what I'm saying? So he carried me off stage and he brought me to the toilet. So, uh, when I uh, I came at the toilet, I came to my senses again. So I saw the DJ of Mr. Porska and I thought, bro, I need to piss on this nigga, man. <laughs> yeah, it's all real life, man, you know? So I just start, started pissing at him and he started running to the toilet, you know, <laughs> opening the door, getting into the toilet, you know, standing on the ball and I was just pissing uh, 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 under the, the door, you know, trying piss, to piss, piss on the piss, shoes. Trying to piss on him, piss, yeah. piss on the shoes. <laughs> So he was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So my tour manager came in and he saw me pissing. Oh, 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 wild. He was like, dude, come on, man. So he, so he brought me out of the toilet. So he put me outside, uh, outside the hoy. So I, he put me next to two rappers and one girl. And like the girl, she just got a platinum record. So she, she was successful, you know, a platinum record. But I, I used to fuck that bitch, you feel me? So... And, I was chilling with her, and I was so wavy, I just talking to her, man. Hey, this bitch, she doesn't got a home, man. This bitch, she doesn't got a house, nigga. She fucks, she, she fucks for, 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 for a, for a place to sleep, man. This bitch, man, I, I was, went all the way Kanye West on this girl. And so after that, the girl was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And uh, then she got f- fucked in the alley, and, uh, yeah, police took her. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> That's some fucking story. Yeah, thank you, sir. <laughs> Just a little fraction of my life. <laughs> That's why he got off stage. Yeah. yeah. And it was not Was was that the moment uh, where sure. you uh, was that the moment yeah. where you kind of thought, well, maybe I should move on to uh, to some other stuff before I get get thrown in jail forever? <laughs> uh, nah, I think that it was Defcon. Okay. Yeah, I performed also at Defcon. That's a huge, huge festival too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how big is that? Uh, yeah, one of the biggest in uh, in Holland. Like sixty thousand people or something. Yeah, something. And then they got weekenders now, and sometimes it goes to up to a hundred. Oh shit! So it's pretty big. But uh, that was like the festival that I thought, like, dude, you, you're you're fucking. You got to calm the fuck down, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, you need to calm the fuck down, bro, man. You're, you're way too wild for this shit. All right, tell me how. Uh, so you arrived at the festival. Oh, another story. Yeah, you're right. Story festival. time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. All, All right. right, so you you arrive at the. It's like a big open air thing. Yeah, right? it's a big open air festival. <laughs> Bottle number two. Oh, shit. <laughs> Champagne all like over. A slide up yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you you arrive there on the festival area. So you yeah. got a trailer or something like a little. Yeah, hotel we got or? we got like uh, a guy that drives us around. You know, in that uh, in, in those golf cars. Oh, so, okay. So I jumped in the golf car, fucking high. <laughs> uh, maybe a little kata after the day before. Ketamine. Uh, of course. Yes. Yeah, right. you know? <laughs> what what does it do to you again? Uh, yeah, try it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you start to space out, right? Like you start to see shit. And, uh, yeah, but that's that's way too broad, man. Like a lot of drugs does that, but ketamine is like a whole different ball game, you know? What, 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 it's for the professionals. <laughs> professionals. <laughs> you can't tell. Yeah, what, what 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 does it do to you? Uh, yeah, maybe Rudy can uh, can explain that, man. You know, it centralized your it, it centralized your soul. 
actually. Okay. And it, and it uh, calmatized as well. Huh? Pretty nice you explanation. Pr- pretty nice experience. Uh, so you you were you were high you remember that in a night that cart? you uh, you had to hey, that the people had to keep an eye on me when I was uh, laying there at the uh, New Year's evening oh. 2012. Whoa! So <laughs> the 20 hour coma. Oh wow! I yeah. had to learn uh, how to write and how to uh, how to draw again. Yeah, man. After that. Yeah, that's real what? shit. I what? had to learn how to read and how to uh, how to write again. <laughs> but it's real talk. Man. But the benefit of that thing is is that because I knew like smarter ways to read and to write, and I, I was able to teach it myself again. Oh shit! That's and that way no, wiser no that uh, that I was than uh, when I was a kid. Yeah. Now I can. Uh, I can read and write on a, on a, on a next a level. level. Normal. Normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was in the in the office building yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Uh, in Schiedam. In yeah, yeah, the, the atelier. Yeah, the atelier. Yeah. So there was yeah, some this, crazy styles over there, man. This guy lived in an office building. An office building was yeah, his house. Like, it was like uh, more than a hectare. <laughs> on, uh, also, on uh, on uh, uh, like, uh, you said, a movie theater. Yeah, we had a yeah. movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> Our own. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, but that's that's yeah. yeah. Was quite juicy too. in there. Yeah. At like some my my yeah. grave. Oh, you see that? My coffin. My yeah, coffin yeah. was there. We painted his coffin for yeah, in man. a video clip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We we, we had rifles and stuff. Rifles? Oh yeah, M16s. <laughs> we got some M16s yeah, and some was AK47s. Was it the inside or the outside of the coffin? <laughs> <laughs> and we did like. A, like a, a, a fucking a cr- crowd walking on the, on the ceiling on oh, the yeah. roof of the, on the roof on the roof of the building. Yeah, man. Yeah, this shit was crazy. We were like, uh, how how is that uh, that car designer? What was his name already? Uh, there was a crazy car designer. It was for Ronnie. Uh, that was my video. We, we have your track together with Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we we had like this car designer. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. I'm sorry, my nigga. If you hear this shit, man, bless your soul. But um, like this car was like um, he he built like a water tank in that shit with 100 liters of water, and he made like tubes on the on the top of the car that it can spray like all the time water out of this shit. Yeah, me and Rudy with a shot. You hanging at the car with the M16. Me also hanging at the car with a bottle of vodka. Yeah. And we just we're driving there. M16, <laughs> M16 bottles of vodka. <laughs> and I, we had this. These crazy fucking f- fur coat song. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What's the name of this song where people can see this video clip? Uh, the Dirigent. The Dirigent. Yeah. The Dirigent. It's a classic, though. How the French would say Dirigent. <laughs> La Dirigento. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing, man. Wow. All right, so so you're at the DEFCON festival, oh, okay, driving around high. All right, we're going back, we're going back. Yes. Okay, cool, cool. So it was like a DEFCON. Strap, right? <laughs> that DEFCON wasn't strap, man. I was just like... Yeah, we, we don't do that shit here, nah, really. Nah, no, <laughs> not as much as in, in... Well, they're laughing now, which is kind of boring, but <laughs> not as much as, uh, as in the States. No, 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 no. So, you know, I was I was there, fucking wavy. I don't know if you know this guy, Dark Raver. It's yeah, like, it's like uh, the like the hardcore. He's like gong 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 gong. Exactly, like exactly. Yeah. So he's like he's like the party negro. You feel me? <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. Sponsored so, by shoot stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, sp- yeah, sponsored by uh, straining your veins. 
<laughs> so you know we went I saw him backstage and my, and my plan was to stay a little bit little bit sober you know for how much it's possible but he just came to me and he was like pouring me drinks like crazy double vodka crazy he was trying to fuck me up and I still need to perform so I went on the stage and he still keep pouring me drinks so in between the performance at the end of the performance I was just totally wasted so I jumped off the stage I was like three meter high and this, this was, uh, those guards were like what the fuck I just jumped off that shit man into I saw, the crowd or uh, uh, nah man just, just, just jumped man uh, <laughs> you know they, they had a big space for the for the crowd like uh, like uh, gates and all that stuff right. I, I just went, went wild Okay, so after that, I saw like a homie. But you, of me. you didn't, you didn't hurt yourself when you jumped. No, 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 no. I'm like a cat, nigga. I just <laughs> I land on my paws. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I just uh, I saw a, a homie of me after the after the show, and I I, let, I took him. I said to him, "Yo, bro." Let's fuck some motherfucking bitches, man. Let's fuck them all in the ass, nigga. And he was like, yo, my girlfriend's standing over here. <laughs> so he didn't know what the fuck, man. So after that, we went to the backstage. It's okay. This I was in the backstage. It was also, again, a free bar. So I went sipping. <laughs> I had my bottle. Uh, so my guy said, yo, we need to leave. You, need, you have to shoot a music video tomorrow. I was like, nigga. Tomorrow is tomorrow. Right now is right now. Right? You feel me? So I stayed. That was the, the worst choice I could, could ever made. So I went into the fields and I went in the like the FIP area and I was with the Swedish bitch. Like, no, no, no. I know you want to see me naked, but you know, I'm, uh, <laughs> and all, and all dreams come to reality, man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was with the sweetest bitch. Every every story that Art has told so far, and it's like four or five stories. Like it's he's he's naked in every oh, story. Oh, naked in every story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. So that's why he's like, well, maybe you were naked too, but no, no, I no, guess no, no. not. <laughs> so I was with the sweetest bitch, pretty tall, longer than me. I was starting putting my fingers in the pussy, you feel me? So kissing with her, just going in. She was gorgeous. She was gorgeous for show, for show. Um after that, I just, I went to my label manager. I give him my keys. I give him my wallet. I give him my cell phone. And I was like, fuck it. So I just went into the crowds at the main stage. And there's like 20,000 people with nothing. So they couldn't call me. They couldn't reach me. They couldn't connect me. I would just. She just joined the party. I would just wilding out. So what I did, I, I heard that of the organization later because I don't remember that. Um, they say I did go to the main stage. Um, uh, just went on the stage. Just took the mic from the MC on the main stage. Just told him, nigga, give me the fucking mic. <laughs> you, you're blessed right now. I'm going to perform for free. So I just took the mic from him and just started random performing on the main stage. But I, I, was, I, w I wasn't booked there. I shouldn't even belong there. <laughs> <laughs> but I just started performing so like these guys want to get me off the stage and I was just screaming to the mic hey stay the fuck away from me man it's free man you're blessed man you're blessed and the audience loved it the audience loved it of course so after that I saw like okay they want to fight me or something I thought alright maybe I, I need to go with them so I went with them they put me in the backstage again I took two bottles of uh, artists they were not there <laughs> I just went in the fields again <laughs> <laughs> next day <laughs> I wake up and this this real life so I wake up in the morning and I hear like 
German screaming in my face. So I like, I just wake up and I see three guys just like, sick heil, sick heil, swine hund, swine hund. You know, all this, braswurst, braswurst. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I just heard Germans like. They just said sick heil to you? No, 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 no. Uh, I'm just saying shit, you know. Uh, okay. But <laughs> they were like just three German guys just cussing at me in German. So I was just waking up to that fucking shit. I was like, what the fuck? And I looked up to these guys. I said, and I just got start screaming it to them. You know, like, you're screaming to me. I'm going to scream to you. Like, yo, fuck you, man. But they were like, yo, blah, 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 blah. After that, I noticed that I was random in their tent. So I just woke up <laughs> in their tent. And they thought I was just, you know, trying to fuck their bitches and steal their shit. You feel me? So their screaming was like legit. So right. after that, they called like the guards and, and uh, police. They were uh, like coming like 15 German guys came to me like, they want to fight me. I said, yo, 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 yo. I don't remember shit, man. I just woke up here. I lost my phone. I don't got my fucking wallet. I don't got... Uh, I, I got none at all, man. Just, just, just help me. So... Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. So the blessing... I dance? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Man, I'm the best dancer you've seen in your life. <laughs> so, like, I said to these guys, man, hey, yo, just help me, man. I'm fucking lost. I need to shoot a music video. So they said, oh, great. Oh! They saw my uh, my artist band. They said like, "Oh, you're the guy that performed uh, on the other stage. Let's help you." And that was my blessing. So they uh, they they got me to the artist uh, entrance, and I said I just started to uh, offer people money. Like, yeah, I'm gonna give you like 100 euros or 200 euros if you bring me to Rotterdam. <laughs> I need to get the fuck out. Of <laughs> you, need, you need a manager. Medicine. A manager. You need a manager. Nice, a nice manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but that was back in the days. But I don't think you can dance, so that's no. another thing. Yeah, yeah, all right. right. But uh, <laughs> so you were. Yeah, that's for your. That's, that's for your lady to know, <laughs> for you to ask, bro. <laughs> yeah, but that was my Devka story, man. Yeah, and like the the organization, they were like we got a how do you say it a recency. They we got like a, like a review, a review. And I said it was the best DEFCON show, the best DEFCON day show ever. But the organization, they, they put in a complaint to me because I was so fucking buck wild. Yeah, man. The organization itself. Not people there, but the organization, bro. <laughs> wild nigga shit. So, but when you were on stage, you were freestyling. Like- uh, yeah, I was like freestyling. I was like, just, just doing me, man. I was like doing Dutch shit, English shit, Suriname shit. Just a lot of shit, man. You shit that does stink, you know? Oh, go with the flow. Go with the flow. Never downgrade. Never downgrade. Exactly. Fuck yeah, I think that's a good note to end on, fellas. Let's, uh, let's, let's end on that note. So, today, I talked to Roderick, Mickey, Mr. Uh, in order of appearance, Art Bach. Bach. Art Bach. Yeah, Art Bach. Sorry, uh, Buck. And his book, his book, is, his book is called Raw, and you can find it um, most likely on Amazon. You'll find uh, all the links in the show notes. I talked to Roderick. Check out his website at the AAA Fresh Gallery, and I link to all the social media bullshit. And our special guest today was yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to promote anything, man? Like uh, you know my name, right? Yeah. Why, why aren't you saying my name, bro? Because I'm fucking out of it, dude. But you can say my name. It's like, am I real, though? The Cracker. 
Emerildo. Oh my god, man, that sounds delicious. <laughs> you can find me on like Instagram with the same motherfucking baller name on Facebook. Uh yeah, everything, man. Hey guy, we got a single coming out next week. Uh you know the first single of Boys from the Beach's new album. I do the chorus. It's also with uh, the Jeugd van Tegenwoordig, Willy Wartaal. If you touch, you probably know them, the legends. And um, yeah, man, if you need your bitch to get fucked, just call me. <laughs> I'm there. Fuck yeah. Thank all right. Thanks, dude. Thanks for coming yeah. on. Thank you all for coming blessed. on. And uh, thank you all for listening to the Polarizer podcast. Jale. Check out the website Jale. at thepolarizer.com. Jale. So show me the yeah. <laughs> And that's the end of the show. Thank you all for listening. Stay blessed, man. You know what I'm saying? Fuck a bitch to get rich. You dig. <laughs> Mike. Drop. <laughs> that was some episode, wasn't it? Crazy. Those guys, they're uh you're just operating on a different kind of level, man. <laughs> and uh, apologies to uh, Amarildo for uh, forgetting your name at the end of the show, brother. But uh, I didn't know, I didn't even know you were going to be a guest when you walked in halfway to, during the show, and it was the first time I saw you. So apologies, man. I forgot your name toward the end of the show. <laughs> Yeah, that was wild shit, man. Those guys, I'd love to have them back on. Oh, um, I will have them back on because every time it leads to some uh, good stories and f- funny, funny, funny conversations. And just a quick reminder, this episode is sponsored by Onnit. If you go to onnit.com and you buy one of their fucking amazing products and you use Polarizer at checkout, that's Polarizer spelled with the Z, the American way, America. American way. Use that at checkout. You get up to 10% off your total order. You can also use the link on the website. It'll, it does the same thing. So 10% off for you if you mention our name, Polarizer. That's P-O-L-I-Z-E-R, Polarizer. This episode was also brought to you by the Alert Allergy Translation app. If you travel, If you travel around the world... And you're allergic to stuff, which is... Quite a lot of people are allergic to stuff these days. So there's a big chance this will work for you too. There's 14 allergies in there, which covers 95% of the population. Or rather, 95% of the people that have food allergies. So, yeah. If you're one of those people, you can use this app to tell people in countries where you don't speak the language what you are allergic to. So that's really handy if you're in China and you don't speak Chinese you just punch in what you're allergic to select Chinese and the app will show it on the screen of course you also you you always got to be careful when you're dealing with allergies but this definitely lends a helping hand that's alert a-l-l-e-r-t alert on the iOS app store all right ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening and I'm looking forward to the next show Got some really cool shit coming up. I'm talking to this guy in one of the next episodes who um, basically found a new way to uh, uh, to, to uh, he basically reinvented the way to apply for work. And I had a very interesting conversation with him. We went uh, we went for a very long time, so I'm still working on editing that thing. 
And I will also be talking to a guy who wrote a book about ayahuasca. Um, he, he interviewed 16 people that uh, had their lives changed in a positive way uh, through uh, using ayahuasca, like including some guy who, including a World War II veteran who was still dealing with traumas, uh, old, old gentleman who uh, was dealing with PTSD still on this, uh, while he was in his 80s. And um, this ayahuasca journey that he went on cured him. And that's just one of 16 stories in his book. And I'm currently reading it. It's pretty damn amazing. So, um, yeah, lots of cool stuff coming up, guys. So stay tuned. Keep an eye on that um, on that podcast app when you're subscribed to the show. Also, just a reminder, if you go to thepolarizer.com, you can sign up for the newsletter. And every time there's a new podcast episode, you'll get an email, so you'll never have to miss one episode. All right, now I'm going to leave you guys alone. Oh, no, I'm not going to leave you guys alone. Find The Polarizer on Instagram at The Polarizer Podcast. Just look for it, or you can link to it from the website, and you'll find it there. All right, that's it. Thank you for listening. Tot ziens. Okay, school. Hey, hey. Man, ik reis over de wereld. Ik ben die kerel. Ze, ze willen mij in de hemel. Maar die creëer ik rustig op aarde. Meisje, ik ben niet te evenaren. Jouw moeder, maar die heeft je gebaard. Uh, om mij te pijpen. Want achternaam is te krijgen. Die te veel zeiken. Hey, wil je te verlullen, moet je thuis blijven. Hey, sowieso loop ik rond met de cijfer. Hey, bitch, what the fuck is er aan de hand? Uh, tuurlijk ga ik jou slijzen. Uh, ik en mijn team willen alle prijzen uh, Beste album, niet heel dun Lekker fucking dik, als mijn kouden dik Ey, bitch, weet je wie dit is? Ik ben Hoedrits en ook net versneeds Ik ben met Rode Rick, jij is mijn Moskou Al lang, al lang, uh, sinds motherfucking 2012 Ey, kolossalig uh, Voor AA Fresh uh, lid was Was hij sowieso al mijn broeder Ey, dat is echt fucking broederschap. Ey, sowieso, we gaan way back. Nu ben ik fucking back en maken we stacks. Nigga, je gaat bijna over je nek. Uh, als je kijkt naar mijn rekening. Uh, maak een tekening en verkoop hem. Beslopen. Ey, shit, nigga, hou op zo, man. Uh, enige wispiegeling. Real dope. Rof heb al zijn credits aan die ketting geregen. Ontvangen in gangen en stegen. Wij zwerven zal die fucking centen op een hoop vegen. Noem het de straat of noem het gewoon die 0-1-0. Ja, die stad blijft staan. Gekerfd in die spier onder je tiet. Twijfels, nee, die zijn er niet en zullen er niet komen. Niet in afgedwaalde dromen. Die mij vertellen wat er nog gaat komen. Die ons vertellen wat er nog gebeuren gaat. Ja, die dromen staan elke nacht weer paraat. Net als die fucking rail door aardje paraat. Staan op de hoek van de straat of gewoon vanuit je hoofd. Een dikke top in de boom. Een oogje, een oogje in het chatsjoepka. Een oogje in het zeil als een piraat. Paraat met antwoorden die samen een verband vormen. Schuilend onder bomen die regenstromen. Die dikke druppels. Geschiedenis schrijvend als Jozef Goebbels. Maar op een andere manier en op zijn eigen wijs. Want nee, die kerel is niet wijs. Laat hem zakken door het ijs. Gun mezelf die pijn verzacht in de hijs. Van die knoepen van een joint. Pleut erachter een point. Yes, motherfucker, zet de punten achter. Dit is de 
real dope met de aten. Vergeet de dikstar en niet, want hij gaat oké. Okay. Yeah. Oh. oh shit. About Rotterdam. Tell a story about Rotterdam. Ik kom uit Rotterdam Zuid. Huh. Daar woont eigenlijk alleen tuig. Huh. Dus mijn opgroeiing was ruig. Huh. Maar je ziet, man, ik vlieg als een duif. Half was een kankerpauw. Hey, elke bitch vindt mij te lauw. Huh. Vroeger was het echt allemaal grauw. Maar nu schijn ik als een pauw. Als je me nou. Huh. Never dat ik fucking trouw. Man, alleen met de game, man. Ik ben insane in de membrane. Mijn Fucking derde been is van steen. Oh, ik kom never alleen. Ben altijd met mijn team. Zie je ons niet shinen in magazines? Ik weet wat de fuck ik nu verdien. En dat is een milli of drie, hey baby. Sowieso ben ik een OG. Hey, en mijn latte is je fantasie. Ik ben met Rode Rick. En dat ruimt op bitch. Ga je zeuren aan onze dik. Spuurlijk. Hey, wat dacht je dan? Ik ben de motherfucking man in Zuid-Rotterdam. Oud-shaloos, nooit verwaarloos. Ik weet zeker dat je bitch mij koos. Word maar boos. Fuck up! Yeah, 0-1-0. Rotterdam zonder flauwe kul. Yeah. Bekeken van akieren en stegen. Zich wringen door een lens, vochtig als regen. Nee, ik zeg niet dat ik weer kaats. De fucking is net ontvangen. En het weer kaatst als spiegels boven open haarden opgehangen. Leuven havenloods ontvangen. In de brievenbus, briesjes op kom, storm op de kade. Roffadang, al jarenlang die thuishaven. Die plek waar die verf uit de klauw komt, Delfshaven. Grijp het bij elkaar als een vaters. Yeah. Ik drink liever water dan dat ik met een droge muil op de bank ga gapen. Ik slurp, wij slurp. Wij doen dat iedere dag en het verhurt. Nee, we hoeven niks te verhullen. Het staat in het openbaar, wees het vergullend. Ja. Oeh, oeh, ey. Mooie plekken, uh, mooie plekken. Uh, die wil ik eigenlijk alleen maar bevlekken. Uh, bitches willen mij aftrekken. Uh, maar ik doe liever bij de belasting. Een goede aangifte indienen. Zodat mijn fucking BTW goed wordt afgetrokken. Hey, hey, dat is real life. Uh, hey, shout out naar je wife. Als ze mij ziet, dan wil ze mij. Want ik ben die hele guy. Uh, ik weet niet wat ze zei. Maar ze liegt, nigga. Goed, nu ben ik binnen. Elke dag kunnen wij meer money pinnen. Oh, nu heb ik drie vriendinnen. Hallo, bitch. Wist je het niet, bitch? Weet je het nu, bitch? Zo hoed is. Oh, damn. Ik vlieg naar Cyprus. Ik ben daar met zes paardkieten. Oh, ah, rustig naar Egypte. Misschien kan ik een moslim maken krikken. Hey, ah, ah, naar Berlijn. Huh? Dat vindt elke bitch mijn dollar wel fijn. Oh, oh. Naar Spanje, sowieso, we big business in elkaar, ja? Damn, wat een plek, al die meisjes moeten versmekken op een asser met mijn plasser. Sowieso ben ik geen bordenwasser. Ik denk wat tassen, maar die zitten vol met Gucci of Louis of een klein beetje Stone Island. Hey, ik ben een meester brein, noem me fucking Einstein. Shush! <laughs> Aardig wel, hè? <laughs>